I'll fucking jump across this table and choke you out. Uh. You got the record button on? Hello, hello, and welcome to this, the belated latest edition of the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast. Brought to you, as always, by the dickheads at MGA Traffic. That's not nice. <laughs> not a good way to start the show, mate. <laughs> I'm just trying to get Fab a little humour. Just get a bit of humour into the big man today, because he's humourless at the moment. I'm not humourless, I'm just, I'm shitty. I'm in, a, I'm in a foul mood. You are in a foul mood. And it mood. might be reflected. It could be reflected, could be directed at me. I'll continue to Most needle like him. you're the only one in the room. Timbo's not here, so look, just by way of background, we tried to record on Monday, and it looked like we were going to get it away on Monday, but I had to go to the VFL Media Day, which was very good, it was worthwhile going. Hashtag Sean's Hawks, that's what's gotten away. But it ended up taking a little bit longer, or sorry, it started a little bit later than I thought it would, which meant it ended, and we just couldn't do it. Tried to maybe come together again later, we couldn't do it. Today's the only day Why couldn't we do it Tuesday? Oh, that's right, hashtag Sean's Hawks. No, that's not true. I don't think someone you couldn't someone couldn't do Tuesday. You said you couldn't do. And then the number one show on this uh, having said on this that network though, no, was hey, having said had that to make though, way for the for the B show. In on fairness, this Will and I did lock that in about a week ago. So the fact that you and Tim couldn't get I your don't ducks in give a, row, a shit, mate. Um, and you're like that guy, uh, He Man, <laughs> with Battle Cat. I just <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's one of the great anecdotes. This guy tells it. One of the guys who worked at Mattel tells a story about creating the He-Man toy line. And long story short, the guy said they used it. Um, Battle Cat was a tiger from a bigger line of toys, and this guy was like, "It's going to look ridiculous because they're not even the right scale. He looks like a horse." And the Mattel guy's like, "I don't give a fuck. Put a saddle on it, and he can ride it." And that's legitimately how Battle Cat was created. And it was, it was brilliant. Sold, sold, like, it sold hot like hotcakes. Yeah. Unbelievably popular. Yep. Um, so basically, we're back. We're here. Timbo's not with us, unfortunately. Injury sub again. Actually, not even injury sub. No, we're just down to three on the bench. Yep. Um, we're the Giants playing with 16 against, <laughs> against Carlton. It's and still, still dominating. S- still dominating us. That was, a, that was an enormous I concern. told Pete that, that story. Obviously, being a, a Lions supporter, he doesn't know the game. And I told him that they played. X amount of minutes with 16 blokes. They played for a while with 17. And he goes, how did they go? And I said, they were better. They were better. Still, they, still a lot better than us. Yeah, you would have thought our extra two men. No, they just created more space for themselves. Yeah. yeah. It was a nightmare. Yep. That was a moment where we all sort of thought, I reckon this guy's not the man. <laughs> I think he could be in trouble. Shout out to Bolts. Shout out to Bolts. <laughs> um, so we're here, just Fab and I, we're going to back over Saturday. Uh, maybe a little bit of a look forward to Saturday. Kind of in no man's land in the middle of the week. Uh, first things first, Fab. Uh, I, I didn't IQ the one on Saturday night. Didn't didn't tape the replay. Didn't watch the replay. Didn't you, watch the mini match. You, you still got an IQ. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's better. I have to wait for the because um, I do everything on demand. I'm with the Foxtel now system. When the on demand's up, it's good. Yeah, it just takes them too long. It should be like almost immediate. I know they're going to format it and do whatever, but it's it's too long. But anyway. It should be very quick. It's not one for Australian football video. It's like, no, they <laughs> don't, won't. Don't get the coupon and fill out the form. <laughs> they won't be archiving <laughs> Gold Coast versus Carlton round for twenty twenty one. They'll, you know, what they'll do. They'll be sending that one. They'll magnetize the tape straight away, so there's no record of it ever. Even though we won the game, that'll be like on the old season highlights 
tapes where it just wasn't the broadcast game, so there's no footage of it. Yeah. Here's the result. <laughs> we won. It would be interesting to see Brownlow night if there's any highlight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it should, they should, as a joke, they should do all the other games, and then when it gets to Carlton and the Suns, it should just be tape not found. <laughs> what a disgusting match. Now, we put out a tweet. No one is unhappy that we won. No, we're all very happy that we won. You think, oh, great, we won a game of footy. We spoke about it after round one. We're going to play worse than that and win. And absolutely we did. That doesn't mean you can't sit there and go, geez, that was a slog of a performance. Yeah, it was It was dirty. It was ugly. You actually, you barred me from the... You were very negative. From the group point. text because I was... Oh, mate, you were a virus in I, that. I, I, I totally understand that the conditions were not conducive for pretty football. You know, for nice hit-up play, slick handball, you know, the run and carry. All the, I get it. But basic... Skill it like Paddy Cripps running into an open goal. I don't give a shit. Rain, hail, or shine. You kick. I kick that. Probably not in my physical condition right now, but <laughs> probably right. not as I am now. Give me fifteen years. All right. Levi's set shots. I just can't handle them anymore. I can't. I've had enough. Do they need to just put him back behind the ball? <laughs> I thought you could say put him out. To Do they need to just delist him. <laughs> no, I'm joking about oh, that. To the glue factory. <laughs> they sit him, put him right in the float. They just he's back, gotten worse. They need to back the float up to the race. He's regressed. And he just gets he's in the float and goes off to the glue factory yeah, straight yeah. from the ground. He's gone back to pre-sav. You're, I just think his body's broken down. I think there's a so few So a set things. shot has got something to do with his body broken down. I think it's all it's all a factor. I think his mechanics are fucking atrocious, but mate. That's because his knee. I think his knee's done. I think his hips in a lot of trouble, um, and that's obviously all flowing through his kicking action. He's got no confidence because his body isn't in a good way. We joked about. It. We continue to joke about. You can't play games of you know, midfield in the Premiership on salad. Yep. Salad will not do. No, mate. You can't play second ruck and centre half forward, eating nothing with protein in it. Yep. No, I agree. And you can draw a line. We're, not, we're going to draw a line under this conversation. You can draw a line under Levi when he was playing well and when he's fallen off a cliff yep. to when his wife convinced him to become a vegan. I'm potting his wife. Maybe not wasn't her. Well, yeah. But whoever convinced him to become a vegan, yep. it's basically ended his career because he's been, he's been really bad. He's been flat. He's, got, he's been... There's no, no power. There's yeah. no power. There's no oomph. As I said to everyone, because I obviously on a big group chat with <laughs> the mates, general bands. It's called the general. Shout out to the general bands, but um, you know, I'm the only. Oh, no, I'm one of two Carlton supporters on there, so you do cop a lot of flack when your team's playing. And Levi does. They do come for Levi, but one thing Levi's always had is the brutality, the, the you know, the great hands, and when he can't do like he, he's got. No presence. Presents, competes. His hands, his hands have been absolutely... Attra- he took one brilliant mark. He's basically had his hands replaced with like blocks of cinder, like cinder blocks. Like he's had his hands replaced with just like those, you know, the blocks at the building site. Yep. And he's just... Oh man, he's just nowhere at the moment. Um, look, ultimately it was a game, I think, one purely and simply on the back of one percenters and grit. Yep. I was fearful... It was one of those games where you just don't you don't want a flooded forward line, and we just had a flooded forward line, and we don't have a Daniel Rich or a Zach Tui in our side where we could just bypass it and kick a goal from fifty five. So trying to play inside a forward line with thirty people in there was horrible, and I just feared rebound goals. And rebound I had that goals. had that smell about it, didn't it? In late sort of midway through the last quarter, where you thought 
we're not out of danger. The neutral watching, I don't know why somebody would have subjected themselves to that yeah. if they didn't support Apart from team. the commentators, I don't think any neutrals were watching. Watching that game. Yeah. But you'd be sitting there, and actually, if a neutral watched it with a neutral perspective, they probably would have been thinking, oh, Carlton, safe. Yeah. Or J- JB was on it. Carlton just need a goal, and that's whereas it. Whereas we, we're obviously on tenterhooks watching it going, we've seen oh, it before. Just, can we get a goal? We just need a goal. Um, 2019, Gold Coast 2019. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And that's why I thought we've seen this before. Yep. We've been here, literally, we've been here before. Um, I'm just trying to think here, what did I, what did we want to see? This is sort of a thing we've, we've done in the last couple of weeks before before the game kicked off. Um, what I wanted to see, you know, when I'm tuning in to the broadcast, play the conditions. Yep. Don't get beaten by what we know. Don't get beaten by the greasy ball. Yep. Don't get beaten by a Suns team who play eight of these games a year yep. and want to make it a slog. Don't let them do it. We sort of kind of did. Yep. Um, we adjusted well enough. We adjusted better. Didn't, didn't That doesn't mean to say that we adjusted well, but we just adjusted better. We played the conditions better. Yeah. Wouldn't say we played them well. Yeah. Playing, well, those, playing conditions well is 2011 Sydney. Was it 2011 Sydney? In the rain? Sorry, I've just seen a video that you didn't get credit for. It's all right. <laughs> it's totally fine. Could you, imagine, could you imagine me just being on my phone, not paying attention? I'll just wait to see if certain people correct that. But, uh, it's fine. We'll sit on it for a while. Um, I wanted to see... You'll like this. You'll appreciate this. I wanted to see Samo show his class. You know what I'm going to start calling Samo from now on? Shuey, because he's the rainmeister. Yeah. In the rain, I don't think there's anyone, anyone better. He's just, and it wasn't rain as such, but greasy, slippery yeah. ball. Yeah. Um, Tim's not here to provide a, a counterbalance. He probably would have, he's probably trying to kiss me through his radio or phone as I say this. Now, I'm going to say something potentially controversial here. That's unlike you. Well, maybe. Um, no, I'm not, you know, I have been accused of being a tabloid style, you know, running a small backyard podcast. Um <laughs> right. We all love that's, Samo. That's not right. We, we, don't, we don't run this out of the, your backyard. Well, we run out of... Well, sometimes. Um, we all love Samo. Like, the three of us all have a lot Big of fans. time for yep. Samo. Um, yep. Certainly much more than a large section or, or a large enough section of our supporter base whose contempt for him... He's become the new Lockie Plowman. ...has gotten to the point where it actually kind of needs to be addressed amongst ourselves. You know I'm not big on this like going going to this extreme, is some of it racial? I don't think so. I don't necessarily think it is, but there's something where you just sit Timbo there and go... Timbo would be nodding his head. Timbo, yeah, that's he, what I mean. He'd look like Mr. Ed right now. He'd, just, be, just. he'd be hugging me as I'm trying to talk. No, is some of it motivated? It's bizarre. Maybe, he maybe well. because I don't think this way. I, to me, it's a no, a he, hard no. But he played really well on Saturday night and there are still people potting him. Because it... I don't give a shit because they're fucking idiots. It's it's weird. And you're just going, you can't even, if you don't, okay, here's the example. I've been practically. You've got to be dispassionate when you judge a performance. Mate, I've been practically you did it retiring with Ed, you Ed did it with Ed. Yeah, exactly. So I've practically retired Ed Kerno every week we've done this show. Yep. He was best man on the ground for us. And you gave him that credit. And I gave him the three votes. He was our best player. Yep. So it's, whether you like him or not, Samo had a very, very good game of football on the weekend, and the, I just, I just can't get my head around the constant. And that was shown by. Well, you're, yeah. you are correct by there is this. The majority group, gave him credit. The majority did give him credit, yeah. but there is still that 
that cluster. I said it before. He's the new Lockie Plowman. When Lockie Plowman plays a good game, it's it's like it's the big, the begrudging, you know, praise that he gets. You know what the conversation becomes. You cannot rate Samo. You cannot like him. Not think he's any good. But when he plays well, and the conversation is, "Geez, he had a good game." Don't come back at us or anybody with, "Yeah, what about the other 50? You know, we're not talking about anything that's happened before tonight. That's right. He played well tonight. Whether you want to concede that or not, there's no caveats on he played well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to see that from Sam, and I thought he was really good can on I, the night. Can I add this? And this is, like I said, I gave him two votes, I'm pretty sure. Um, or did I give him three? No, I gave him three. Mm. Given we set up the wall, which was immaculate, Jonesy, Weeders, Doc, that wall that was set up was near flawless. Allowed Samo, even though he's still playing off that halfback, it was kind of like a forward, like almost like a midfield halfback. And he's that's when, when that's when, when he looks he's best. in the he just needs to be amongst the action. That's when he looks best. The Sydney. But how game are they? There? How are they? The blokes in the oh, the Peters, I'm pretty sure they don't still male. The, all the blokes in the coach's box. How are they not seeing this? Well, then when he's near the ball, we're better. Unleash him. He looks best at. Half I like back. Will, I like Will Setterfield. But he could be playing in Will Setterfield position and dominating. He 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 plays best in his halfback role when we've got enough control of the game that he's actually effectively playing across the centre line. Yeah. And you sort of go... Where he's not defending, so especially one-on-one. God forbid if he has to be one-on-one. It was a great moment. So, look, just by way of background, we joked about it earlier, um, the Box Hill stuff that I do down there. We put together a Hashtag Sean's Hawks. We're gonna, we, we're we, well, it's Box Hill, in fairness. It's not, not Hawthorne. What are, um, they, what are they, Sean? You're the still going to call them the Burrows? Stangs. They're the um. They're the Mustangs. They're the Hawks. They're the Box anyway, Hill Hawks. Hashtag we Sean's put together. Um, I put together a video of basically Sam Mitchell was was um, kind enough to let us mic him up on the weekend. So we had him in the box in the pregame at halftime at the huddle, etc., and got a really good insight. And there's a bit in the video where he's talking about or talking on the phone to Lockie Bramble, who's a young guy. He came from Williamstown. He's won a spot on Hawthorne's list, and he's obviously just playing with us at the moment. And Mitchell's directive to him was something to, along the lines of, it's in the video, was something along the lines of... Shameless plug. <laughs> no, but no, but this is the point we're making with Samo. And yeah. it, it will tie back. He basically says, we think you can be the best player on the ground, but you keep putting yourselves in, yourself in the wrong position. You keep putting yourself in a position where you have to defend. And he's like, we're not asking you to do that. We're asking you to get up, be involved in the play. And I sat there and I thought, well, as soon as he said that, it was so funny because I thought, that's Samo. Yeah, but Sammer is getting asked to defend. That's exactly right. You're going, why are we looking at this guy going, yeah, defend, let them drag you deep, let them try to isolate? You're going, no, 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 you're the guy that should be playing across the centre line, getting us to within You should be the guy getting, getting tagged. Yes. Where they've got to put a forward tag on you. And that's why results and performances like Saturday kind of frustrate me because I start to wonder, someone in that box is probably thinking, oh, this is working. You're going, no, it's working because he's more advanced. Um, so I thought that's what I wanted to see from Samo. I didn't want them to dictate the tempo of the game. Because they get their tails up, they want to start well, yep. and they did it against Adelaide and fell away. You can't let them get out of the blocks. Yep. Don't let them get a lead and then dictate, do the old sit back and dictate the tempo, which yep. we were able to you do. You don't want to be coming from behind in those conditions. No. Yeah, and then the, the stress levels rise and the pressure rises. And what caught them in the end? Because it was almost set up, as I said, that perfect storm where... It was so congested in our forward line that it was, conversely, it was so open in theirs. 
that they defended for so long that they had zero energy mm. when they had the ball. And that's what you they need. They were cooked in that last. You they were absolutely to, cooked. You need to smother teams. When you look, scoring is great. If we need not, to put that on the board, though. We need to oh, put absolutely. our and that's dominance what on the board. You have to score, but you also have to be like again and again, and we go again. The ball comes out, and we go again. And it comes out, and we go again. You can't keep defending the cross. Yep. Eventually, one's going to find a head. But, and then lastly, kind of touched on that a little bit there, Fab. Just running the game out well. It's humid. It's greasy. It's pretty trying. 80% humidity. That's, that's crazy. It's playing in the shower. It, it is. <laughs> um, uh, that was the first last quarter we've won all year. Interesting. Interesting and a little bit damning. Mm. But to win, we had to win the last quarter. Yep. So to be able to do that was positive in the end. We wanted to see how they did that. Um, we want to go into the chicken salads. Uh, we spoke about it then, just corralling them in the last. Um, we got a report from someone who was at the game that said, you made the point the week before, it doesn't always come across on TV because we're waiting for the whip pan yep. of like where where's the ball going. If you're at the game, this guy said, oh, look, we were pretty comfortable because every time they went to clear, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah. So that was really good shape. We've been speaking about our shape behind the ball a fair bit. Um, I thought that was good on the night, particularly when it needed to be good late. Uh, really corralled them, really gave us the territory. And we sort of didn't really, but for maybe a period three or four minutes out from the end, um, we pretty much had the game in our half, Yep, which was good. The backs, Lake Weedering, just phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful sunny day. Yep. Liam was good, Eric Bailly. Again. Again, he was good, Eric Bailly. His mark where he... He got rid of his opponent and then was lying on the floor yeah. <laughs> and marked it. <laughs> uh, I thought Doc, that was Doc's best game of the year. Doc's best game in a while. He was really good. Yep. We mentioned Samo. And a special, special shout-out. We've clipped him when he needed to be clipped. Lockie Plowman, Mr. Plow, he's done the job again. I don't know if he was... I doubt he was smart enough to know this, and I think the directive comes from the bench. But he's walking off injured... And he doesn't burn a sub. He stays on. There's 30 seconds left in the quarter. I'm pretty sure that comes from the bench. But I was, I was yelling, don't go off. Just Don't even burn an interchange. Yeah, don't burn an interchange. Just stay there. And he kind of got to the bench and then, unfortunately, he ended up with a ball in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying it. to get away from the ball. <laughs> and then he didn't kick it on the full, but he was played deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. But look, I thought the backs, you go up did you there. Fear, did you fear um, PCL? Absolutely. Or to even, be honest with you, even broken, like mate, no in our medical department, he might have a PCL. <laughs> They'll just tell us in four weeks. Um, but look, the backs were great. They needed to be good on a night like that in conditions like that. Yeah. Hey, look, the, the sons of God. Sadi looks looked hurt. He looked sore. Sorry, not yeah. hurt, sore. There were, were reports, obviously, yep. during the week that he was a bit that way. Um, you, you go up there; they, they've got a lot of good weapons forward of the ball. Yeah, a lot of dangerous types. Um, so to go up there and to do a good job, that defence has been pretty solid the last couple of weeks. Not admittedly this weekend's a, a sterner test yep. than they've had, but they've, they've um, not entirely comfortable with this phrase, but they've taken out the trash the last two weeks in terms of doing their job. Yep. You know, they've done it with a minimum of fuss and just got the job done. The moment of the game was Jack Silvani. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to cost him, they say, four weeks, so we'll see you next year, At Jack. least this week he was rewarded, That's unlike true. the Essendon, Essendon game, the Collingwood game, where Richmond he wasn't. Game. Was it Richmond? It was Richmond. Remember Timbo was talking about it three weeks later? Go, Timbo, move on. 
It's round one. It was Jesus Christ. But um, that was just... He never, ever gives up. He was three on one. Yeah. And he managed to get around, win the tackles. Obviously, Harry finishes the goal. Yep. That was... That's, that's, be, that's just nudged Eddie Betts's... If Eddie Betts lands the goal, where he kind of hops, skips and jumps, like he, 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 rove, yep. he roves the ball yep. and somehow keeps his balance... There's someone, it might even be Jace, someone's unfortunately at the end of his triple jump, mm. someone's standing in front of him, and I think it it might be Jace. So he doesn't have the ability to kick a goal straight on. Otherwise, that's it's almost goal of the year. No, and, and particularly given the stakes of the moment. That's sort of the way. I yelled out in the lounge room, oh, 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 oh. Oh. I turned to Dad and said, when, it, when Eddie first started, and he was a young player with a lot of potential, that he just wasn't like clean, we'd always call him almost. Almost Eddie. Almost Eddie. Almost Every time almost you mention young goal. Eddie, I don't know why, I have the picture of him and Mitch Robertson smoking darts. It's a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good picture. But he, he'd almost take the mark or he'd almost kick the goal or he'd almost lay the tackle. Or What was that? The uh, Yeah, Mitch Robertson's finger thing. It's like like an A, up, like an a symbol yeah, that uh, him and Eddie used to do. Gang signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, look disappointing for Jack that it looks like he'll be out for a minimum of a month. As I so said, what we'll surgery is it? I know you're not Dr. Davis. Would you like me to try to be Dr. Davis? Is it just a, a, a clean-up or a... <laughs> Who knows? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Total reconstruction. That's why they'll, he'll have a setback. He'll have the Andrew Russell setback in like two weeks and he'll be out for the rest of the year. Timbo's not here to defend his boy today. We're going to go. We're going to have a chat about Jack later. Don't worry about that. Uh, Jack Russell, you mean? Jack Russell. Yeah. Um, Matthew Cottrell, I think two things. Another another decent performance, yep. did his job. That's what he does. He does his job. Let's not, at once, let's wrap the guy up without slathering him in yep. praise. He does a job. He's very functional and he does it efficiently mm-hmm. and that's fine. He's a role player. Watching the game, we spoke about Samo, he's the type of player you give that role to. Yes. You sit there and go, mate, you're going to run with him or you're going to hold down this wing Get a hold our shape. He's the type of player whose skill, if you will, yep. you sacrifice. I'll give him this. He can take a set shot. Same ground? He is David Caruso there. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was like an alley oop. It was, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> you set me right up for that one. Same, it was same ground, wasn't it? Yeah. Same ground, same position, same everything. It was the other. Yeah, no, it was the same end, wasn't it? He yeah. had a shot later, which was the other end. Another uh, good mark, not as good as. Like, no, no. But look, he's, he's a, look. We've been a bit crit- no, critical, not as such. But he is a footballer with limitation. Yep, that's fine, and that is fine if he's doing his job. In the last yep. two weeks, he's done his job. Yep. And you go, that's good. You go, that's that's all that the that we can expect and they can ask of you. And he's doing a good job in that way. My man Ed Kerno bounced back with a vengeance. Um, that's, just, that's Ed's game, though. He just wins too much of the ball. Like, I'm sitting there at halftime going, this guy just gets the ball too often. It's a, sh- it's a shame he can't <laughs> Brad kick. Brad Dale's ill. He is. You're just like, it's a, it's a tragedy that this guy can't kick because he has zero problem getting the ball. The problem ball. is very... People like to conf- like compare him with Carrazzo, but Carrazzo's kicking got a lot better. better. Yeah. Well, Carrazzo, at his best, was a much better player. Because people used to tell me, do you remember the gag? Is, is Carrazzo Itali- Italian, Italian for, for turnover? turnover. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I'll fight you. And uh, he um, he improved, whereas Ed, he just and he keeps going, and he keeps going, and that's outstanding, and that's why you touched on it. These conditions are tailor made for Ed, yep. and he did what we needed him to do. He 
he did exactly what we needed him to do and um, like I said was if not the best man on the ground certainly in the top two or three your go, man he goes to Travis Boak this week well he has to and this is what we keep talking See, about th- but this week there's a role for him yeah has there's, to there's tag. a shutdown role for him he has to tag yeah if he's not tagging this is what people are getting confused we don't want to retire Ed without reason no we're saying he can't be in our side unless he's playing his role. And his role isn't accumulator and distributor because, yes, he can accumulate, but he can't distribute. Yep. Lockdown, Ed, when a kick out of a, out of congestion that goes anywhere, everyone can do that. So I can do that. So lockdown, Ed, I've got him in this week. Yeah, and that's fine. There's a job for him there. Lock, I got him in this week. Lock, <laughs> lock, lock, <laughs> I've rang Tiki. Lock, I've spoken to Tiki. Lock, oh, oh, um, there's a few things on my list to talk to Tiki about, but... Mark Murphy. Played well. Mate, we always just need to keep him around to play the Suns. <laughs> He's doing to the Suns what, like, really experienced on their last leg journeyman used to do to us. When you're yep. like, he's just got a bit too much class, a bit too much nous. Yep. Jeez, he might be ordinary every other week, but against us, he's just a bit too good for the young guy he's playing on. His score involvements this season, not only this week, this season, have actually, they're up. What, so. we've, what, we've, what we've got to try to do with Murph is almost... If we're playing his side of the ground, is use him. Mm-hmm. Go through him. Because he's still a good kick, find space, he's clever. Go through him. Yep. And if and, and if he starts to look dangerous, then he's a decoy. Because somebody will actually have to push out a defense to be on him, which will create the lane in behind for a Harry or Levi to drop the mark. Yep. What I find strange is, and I'm not saying he's not doing this, but I always thought if when the ball goes forward, getting a stoppage tick, Mark Murphy's there, and he becomes our centerman mm-hmm. at the contest. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of he then drifts away from the contest as well. It's like they don't want him. In yeah, there. that's it, the point of kind of having him. It's sort of misunderstanding his value in that scenario. Yeah, I get why, what you're why, saying. Why have our midfield brigade bust a nut to get? Yeah, you basically. I get what Murph's got this. I get what you're saying. If if we go, the ball goes forward, and it goes into a position where Murph, by proxy, is now not the centerman, but he's one of the midfielders. And then you have whoever it might be, setters, or if he's in there, or whoever, sit back at the at at 55. Yep. So he doesn't need to go into that one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, The chicken shits. Oof. Uh, Look, we won't labour the point. Look, my thing. And about the 20-minute mark of the last quarter, he's sort of sitting there. I thought, you know what our problem is? Maybe earlier. We just don't have an identity. We don't have confidence in ourselves to, I suppose, believe we've got this under control. And we'll play the game out and everything we're trying to do will hold firm. We, we just don't have – what am I trying to say? We're petrified to lose. And the Suns, like, to their credit, they were behind. They were going corridor. Yeah. And they were putting pressure on, and they were putting the frighteners up us, going, we're going A1. Whereas we had a lead, and you're sitting there going, one goal wins this, guys. Yeah. One goal wins it. But because it was tight, I reckon if if we're three goals up, I reckon we take that risk. <sighs> we're one of those sides that once we're up by four or five, we'll start to get even more adventurous and more adventurous. But okay, okay. it's like we are in our shells. It was like we... I don't we, don't, wanna, we don't want to mess up. I don't want to. I don't want to compare us with a team like the Tigers as such because they're obviously the finished article. But 
Because, we are because so, we're better than them. We are so conservative. <laughs> and you contrast that with the Tigers. If the Tigers are behind, if the Tigers are in front late, because they don't play super conservative footy. They don't go into the fourth row of the stand. They sort of go, no, we're going to stick to doing what we're doing. We believe in that. We've trained it. We yep. know it. We back it. Yep. Whereas we get very, very, very conservative. It could be a directive. Though, I think it is. It absolutely is. Um, we actually vacated the corridor as well, which is, again, a concern. We sort of gave them the corridor. Yeah. And you're like, that's just dumb. You've got to make sure if you're coming, your route to goal, Gold Coast, out of defence, is via the Cape. You're going by Cavill Ave to get to this goal. You're going wide, 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 you're in the car park. And then that gives us, we can set up, we can make yep. the field skinny, and we just we just give them the corridor. And you're going, yeah, don't do this. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something it's they need to do. probably hard to use it, though, on the night. No, we're giving it to them. I know, but they probably couldn't exploit it. But they were trying to. Like, that's you they can't failed. give them that chats. Um, one of the chicken shits, not so much. We'll tackle it now. We'll, we'll dart back to the game in a minute. I was obviously uh, at the Box Hill-Carlton game on Saturday and Caleb Marchbank doing his knee more or less right in front of me. Um, First question I asked you to when, when we found this out, I said, how was he playing? You said he looked good. He looked good. Fuck. He was kicking the ball well. That's what you, that's, The first text you sent, this is before he did it, you'd sent this text and goes, Caleb can, Caleb can still... What's with my Caleb? I don't know. Caleb can still kick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was reading the ball well. He did his knee in the most innocuous um, Box Hill guy. had kicked the ball to s- sort of the wing just in front of the benches at Box Hill City Oval. And Marchbank just read it really well, jumped up to intercept, and then kind of pushed off immediately to go. And that's why in the box, and my because I, I was in the box in the first quarter, the a lo- the instinct of a few people in the box was Achilles, because he's pushed to go, yep. and it's just gone, and he's down. Yep. And you've kind of gone. A couple of coaches in the box actually went. They went. Oh, this isn't. He's done something bad here. And like it looked her- like at the time, you go, it looked bad. It looks very serious. Well. And then he goes off and we later obviously find out um, just in conversation that he's he's done the knee. And um, I already had that feeling in the pit of my stomach when the, the, the player goes down and you're going, who is it? And he rolls over and it was 22. And you just went, oh. And then when they confirm later he's on, just yeah, luckless. he's done his knee. He's luckless. I felt terrible. I felt so bad for the guy because he's... We don't want to get too sidetracked, but look, he's only 24. That's that's the good thing. He's only 24. He's had a wretched two years, basically. Some people, I've, and I've read some comments online about, we're going to get rid of him. No. He's occupied. He's, he's 24 he's years 24 old. He's 24. And he's, they need to put the arm around him, which I'm, they, they will be doing. Um, he is, how do I subscribe this to a guy today at work where I said, when people talk about rebuild, sometimes they can lose the perspective of... So we got Caleb Marchbank and Jared Pickett in a package together. Yep. That's the right trade. So Caleb Marchbank was basically... Or Zach Tui became... Yep. And whatever else became those two. They were the right acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Marchbank's been horrible time with injury. Yep. Which is a, a real um, shame for him. Pickett had... More talent than that game against Hawthorne, even a preseason game. The the year before, when he did his wrist and then he did his knee. Um, If Pickett works out, go well. We've been chasing a small forward, yeah, 
we've been chasing a small forward for four years. Yep. So Pickett was the tick. We did hasn't worked out. Marchbank was the guy to compliment Weedering to compliment you know Plowman at that time. Yeah. Jones has obviously come in in the, in the interim. But you're like, he was the guy that was going to be he and Weeders. And he can still do that. In a weird kind of way, hopefully, you know, he's going to miss, fingers crossed, he's up and running for preseason next year kind of thing. You know, once no, we get to round he'll, one. He'll do, it, he'll do it preseason. He'll be missing round one. <laughs> well, that's it. Um, but that's, that, it that's our MO. But that was, just, that was just a horrendous moment. But it gets us on to the next topic briefly. The list management fab. We've been big on the ruck. People, were, people, couple of people, notable people, scoffed at our suggestion. Come draft time, we need a ruckman. Yeah, scoffed at it. Well, no, we don't. This is what people heard. We need a first choice, A grade ruckman. No, it's not what we said. We said we need a ruckman because we bloody well need one. Whether it's a Stephen Martin type or a young, like people were taking the piss out of me because I'd suggested Walsh's brother. Yep. I said, we need to get one or the other. We need a, a developing ruckman or... An experienced ruckman. An experienced... Another Matthew Lobb. ...deputy. So we, we didn't get either. <coughs> they could have got Walsh. As an example, they didn't have to get him. They could have got someone like him for not even a draft pick in the end because he went undrafted. But you just need another body. And sometimes they work out. They could be a Barnaby. You know what they just need I to I like do? Barnaby. Young... Oh, he was okay. Um, young... Young rucks, they just take years and years, generally. Yep. So my attitude is get them into and your... this is if they're not injured. Well, yeah. Get them into your system. Get them training with your rucks, your ruck coach. Use the soccer model of the goalkeepers union where you guys just train together. And you're, you're, you're your own little team within the team. Yep. And you develop that rapport and you develop that chemistry and you develop that understanding of what we want to do so that if TDK is injured, well, Pitnet knows exactly what to do. If Pitnet's injured, the next guy knows exactly what to do. We just left ourselves bare. The Marchbank injury, I mean, we probably I'm not I'm not for a second saying that Ben Silvani was even AFL quality as such. But now we're light on. We are light on. At at VFL level. I'm gonna give a, a Fabian theory. But at, but just one second, Fab, sorry. But at VFL level, you can't be running a program at VFL level. Without rucks or key backs. I agree. And this is my theory as to why we're short. I think our our midfield depth has always been our Achilles heel. So we started with, when we started the rebuild, we started with the key position players. We got Weeders, we got Harry, we got Charlie. We started with the talls and then we kind of left that midfield area a bit shallow. And I think we've, to combat that, we've just put, not all our eggs in that one bus, but we've ensured that we have recruited enough... Midfield depth. Midfield depth. Someone trying to break into the studio. Um, <laughs> and we've, we've got so many midfielders on our list, especially, or even halfback flanker types, that we are a little bit now short in that key position back. I wouldn't say forward. Forward was the injured. Mm. And ruck. I totally agree. And that's we... This is what people are going to whinge about at VFL level. Now our developing midfielders slash forwards. With respect to our defence, our defence is going to be under siege. Yep. So don't be expecting too many wins from the Carlton Reserves as such. Because they're just a bit light on. Yep. Because our list is a tiny bit out of whack. Yep. Because of some... There's no balance. And that's... People can knock on... Someone might think that's a knock on sauce. It's not really a knock on sauce because all these decisions needed to be made last year. About 
you know, protecting or layering up that part of the field. Um, one of my A's, Fab, you might be aware. One of my A's is awareness. Okay. Your, oh, we're going on this. Your A's are alcoholism and no, I don't, I don't even know what yours are. Um, mine are attitude and application. Okay. So what are you, you try to convince yourself are the same thing. They sort of are, though. Nope. Yeah, they really are. Sure. So how many people have to respond to you? One person said that. You're acting like there was an army of them saying it. Ash, One, Ash chimed in. Yeah, well, Ash, Ash, can, Ash we, we love you, but you can, you can be a bit obtuse at times. No, he was right. He was not right. Attitude and application are... Carlton Royalty, Ash. In, in, the, in the context <laughs> of what you're using them... Is the Prince Harry of They're, they're basically the same thing. Anyway, one of my A's is awareness. A little bit of chicken shit. A couple of times late in the game, when the game was still in the balance, we had terrible awareness. Yep. I'll give you the, you know, um, we were 12 points up when Cotters had the ball about 45 from goal. Just score, mate. Yeah, get it, get it behind. A score you makes can't it, lose from 13 points. A score makes it three kicks. Yep. Put it to the teeth of goal and just someone fucking punch it through. Yep. A point is as good as a goal. Because in a weird sort of way, as silly as it sounds, at when you're when you're... And even two goals or an even three goals up in a tight game, a point is actually good because you retain field position and you get the extra score. So now they still need three shots at goal minimum. Yep. But they've got to go the length of the field to get the first one. Just little things like that. Where you, you just Those great teams of the past, your Hawthorns, you know, your Richmonds, would probably do it. Put it to the teeth of goal, rush it through. Yep. Someone would have the awareness to go... A score is good enough. But we've done this for years. I just remembered it. Remember that infamous game against Essendon? I think it was the one where Zaharakis kicked the winning goal. Levi, it was scores were tied. Levi had the ball 50 out and he was trying to like... Spot up. He was trying to dodge, duck, dip and <laughs> dive and... Stop it. He, he's trying to get around the five Ts <laughs> of dodgeball. He was trying to get around all these people. Just hit it to the goal line. Hit it to the goal line. The worst case scenario, I know that's like 10 years ago. I'm like Tim whinging about a decision a player made 40 years ago. But you put it to the teeth of goal, in this case with Cotters. It's game awareness. It's game awareness. Yep. It's game awareness. And worst case is, they've got to go the length of the field. They take a mark. Mm. Hem them in. So that was a bit of a chicken shit for me. Um, that kind of wraps it up, really. We don't want to... On the chicken shits. We don't really want to labour the point on them too much. Yeah, we hit, we hit rut. Look... The whole thing going into the game was about how we would dominate the ruck. And now I don't care what the headouts stat was. That was pathetic. We didn't really take full toll of it, did we? We didn't. It's, it's, it, the I believe Pitnett's a better tap ruckman than what he displayed on the weekend. He may have got the taps, but they went nowhere. You know what they got to do, and particularly if he you're, taps it to his feet. If a you're lot playing of the time. an interior, he's got like Paul Bauer's wrists. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you, I'll, I, I was a big fan of Paul Bauer. I, I've got no idea why. I used to love it when he used to take a run, mate. There was that moment, Judd's first game against yeah. the Eagles in Perth. He beat one, beat two, and all he of a sudden he, he just run himself into a cul-de-sac. He oh, won shit. us the game because he just he took had some courage and bounded off half back. Um, what number was Paul Bauer? Eighteen. Eight, he was. But <laughs> what were you talking about, Rux? So <laughs> just Pito, if you've got a dominance, just take the ball out. Yep. Just grab it. Grab it out of the ruck. Tom so, Hawkins is very good at that in the forward pocket. Take front position and grab it out. Because the guy you were playing on, one of them at least, he was done at about the 10-minute mark of the first quarter. 
if you're on him, maybe show some of the other guys. He kicked a nice goal. He's yep. the one who had the, 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 the groin cramp yeah. after his goal. He could <laughs> hardly go, walk back to the know, middle. If, if you're on, um, <clears throat> I've drawn a blank on the other guy's name, um, the primary ruck on the night. Uh, Burgess? Was that yeah. who? Um, was Burgess the one who was fucking knackered? I can't remember. Um, you're looking at your watch. I just got an email. But anyway, this other guy, he was gassed. Very about, distracted this He was this gassed about 15 minutes into, into the game. You're like, yep. mate, just dominate him. Physically, take front position. He'll he will wilt because he's gassed. He can't fight for front position. I still think Awareness. smacking the ball forward on a wet night, Clark Keating. Yeah, yeah, Mister September. Be Mister April, Peter. Don't talk too loud. Peter would have heard that. Peter will come in. Peter would have heard Mister September and gone Clark Keating. Talk about Clark Keating. <laughs> uh, we're just going to go through some sundry points now from the week that was. A little bit of a talk, uh, talking point a couple of days ago was Adam Chera is apparently on our radar. Oh, I think he'd be on the radar of a, plenty of Melbourne teams, obviously being a Victorian and potentially wanting to come back. It's always interesting, these... We um, know the rumour. Nah, maybe. The Adam Chera and two first-rounders. For Cripper? Yep. Um, and a, look, this is... And it's a rumour, and I say it's not anything new, and it's not anything I've made up, but it's just... Apparently, we've put out the feelers to GWS that if those two first-rounders can then be converted into Josh Kelly, then there's the possibility of that trade happening. Mm. It's just, and like I said, it's all rumour, but I would love Adam Chera. I think it's, I come at it from um, the point of view, potentially as well, that we spoke about that concerted effort to kind of erase sauce and it's by in a weird way in a weird way it's actually about they're all scapegoating him via policy and in a weird way it's about erasing and kind of confronting well we could have taken Chera oh but we got him now you know we should have had him three years ago and you're like yeah okay what do we get instead Dow we didn't pluck Lockie uh, Lockie Dow we didn't pluck Paddy Dow from our butt cheeks, yep. did we? Like, he was a top five rated player. We didn't just go, did we didn't turn a shock on draft night. People going, who's this guy? What's his name? Yeah, but how many people took, you know, drafted before Geelong when they took Selwood? Six? It's just a thing, you know what I mean? I think he went at eight. It's a thing, it just happens. There are people later on in the draft who are... I like Paddy, but we just... I've reached the point where I'm holding firm on him. Paddy needs a rest. Sorry, I know we want to give him a block of games, but that's four, and I've not seen enough. So mm-hmm. we don't want to make it about Paddy Dow. That's fine. Uh, but the chair of stuff's interesting. Like I said, a lot of teams would be interested in him. So he's, <coughs> he's out of contract. He's out of contract. But he'd be uh, what are they called? He'd Restri- be a restricted. A restricted free agent. Just don't sign for anyone. Mate, we say this, we have this conversation every September. We're bringing it forward to April. <laughs> what, the Bosman? The Bosman. Just challenge it. Just challenge it. Go to the court and just say, I would, st- I would put the Frighteners up the AFL. And I'd say, if Adam doesn't get, using the scenario, he wants to come to Carlton. If a- Adam doesn't get to Carlton, he'll be challenging restricted, no, um, uh, free movement of labour. He'll be challenging it in court. He's out of contract on the, what is it, the 31st of October? Yep. Uh, and on the 1st of November, he'll sign for Carlton. Yeah, he'll challenge it and he'll win. 
I don't know why agents would want to even protect this archaic system anyway. It's bizarre. There's obviously a way that the AFL can enforce it. But, but see, this it's is the same thing. thing with the draft. Oh. You're, you're saying the same thing. So an 18-year-old kid, he's not tied to anyone. Why can't he just sign with whoever he wants? I think there's a provision with the draft, at least, where you could read it as if you are nominating for a career as an AFL footballer, it's a bit different to you are now an AFL footballer who is fulfilling their contract. I don't, I don't know enough. We're not lawyers. About it Where's Tim? <laughs> Tim, was it? Tim Davis QC. <laughs> is it? He's a, he's a Tim Davis J. <laughs> One of my favourite jokes. A uh, little joke in that show I used to watch called uh, Happy Endings. Very funny comedy show. Um, one of the guys introduced himself as JDDDS. And the guy goes, you're a lawyer and a dentist? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's JDMD fucking whatever else for Timbo. Um, so we'll watch that one. We want to talk about, who do we want to talk about first? David Teague or Jack Russell? Teague. Did you hear Teague's comments this morning? Secondhand. Yeah. So I want to play you. I just want to briefly give me one second. Give me one second. I um I will cue up. I don't sorry, I don't have the audio of what he said this morning. I was gonna get it, but um I couldn't be bothered. Where is it? Where are the stinger missiles? <laughs> <laughs> is that Dan Hedaya? That command in commando, yeah, from the um, guy, the dad from Night at the Roxbury. Um, so David Teague this morning he was talking about our uh, performance on Saturday night coming up. Yeah, upcoming, upcoming Saturday night. Uh, we may not get the result, but we'll go out there, play the way we want, um, and see where we're at against a good team. Yep, I thought you were queuing audio there. No, no, I got audio from another one. Yeah. So he's basically saying the actual sentiment of what he's saying is Port Adelaide are a very good side. This is a great test for us. We're going to go out there. We're going to play our game. Yep. David, stop being half pregnant. Stop putting expectation – stop not putting expectation. Stop yep. saying that we oh, we can play well and lose. Stop doing it. Stop doing it immediately. Yeah. And if you, somebody at the club hasn't had the conversation with him, they need to. And he needs to stop saying it. So here's a here's a, a brief bit of audio from, um, which I did queue up, from before the Collingwood game. Um, you won't catch me buying into that sort of thing. We, we want to go and win. Don't get us wrong. But, um, look, you can play really well and get better and, and not win at this time of year. David, yep. stop saying that. Stop giving the players an out. Yep. Stop saying that success isn't necessarily winning. You need to. I get what you're trying to say, but you shouldn't be saying that with a microphone in front of your face. Yeah, you've got to have much more awareness than that. And when you are, it's messaging. Yeah, it's the messaging. Not and it's not just to the players. No, it's giving players a slither of an out. Yep. If we if we play well, it's mindset, mate. It's all about mindset. Totally. There needs to be. If your head coach isn't coming out and going. We're going to give ourselves every chance of winning this game. We're confident of winning this game. You know what's hilarious? You know, I just thought... What on earth are the players going to then think? What did Mick Malthouse get an unbelievable amount of flack for saying? Now I've drawn a blank. All, he, all people, I can think of is we played a very good football side. <laughs> he said that every week. We lost to the 0-12 Lions. Yeah, they're a very good very, football Very, very good football side. Um, no, he said, remember at the, the pre-season launch when he said, because I can't see us losing a game. He wasn't yep. literally saying we're going to go the year undefeated. Yep. His mindset was 
we have trained well, we have prepared well, we are ready to go. I am confident, and he wouldn't have been confident, but he goes, oh, he, the, the thing, the character he was portraying was, we're ready. We are ready to go for this season. But that's how you I approach see every game. Yes, you approach every game to win. So he's You play to win the game. Who said that? I don't know. Yeah, probably Pacino. Um, but his front-facing persona was, we're going to win. Yep. Teague doesn't portray that. Yep. He's got to stop these little slips. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And I made a note here when I heard him say it. Whether you're David Teague, coach of Carlton, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, coach of Manchester United... Andy Reid, coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Whoever you're thinking, wh- wherever you are, if you are the front-facing face and voice of a football club or an organisation, when you speak, you have to portray absolute conviction, yep. absolute confidence, and absolute charisma. You need to do it. The three Cs. That's conviction, right. confidence, charisma. But you need to stand in front of the microphone. Don't be vanilla. Give a, give a cliched answer if you want. Someone asked him about uh, Port Adelaide this week. Go, oh, Port Adelaide, fantastic side, aren't they? Really, really uh, travelling a long way. Ken Hinckley's got them humming. Um, they've been there or thereabouts for a couple of years. This is a great test for our group. Um, we're really looking forward to the challenge of playing a good side. That's what he said. But at no point in me rattling off that just here off the cuff did I say it's okay if we lose. Yeah. Or it's if, if we play well, we might not win. Don't say it's going to take our best. I agree. I agree. Don't entertain the thought of losing internally, externally, publicly, behind closed doors, in your match committee. You are preparing. What do we have to do to win this game? How do we win? I agree. And I think it was Herm Edwards who said, we play to win the game. When he was coach of the New York Jets. Okay. Get at me if I'm wrong about that. I don't know. Um, And the other thing he said earlier in that interview, which was, on the whole, fine. On the whole, it was fine. Yep. It wasn't particularly memorable. It wasn't terrible. It was okay. He said something about the slow starts, uh, referring to the Collingwood game, um, as, quote, this hasn't been a pattern of behaviour for this side. And you're like, are you shitting me, David? Slow starts haven't been a pattern of behaviour. That was, that was the story of our entire season last were year. You, sorry, David, have you, do you have selective amnesia about the entire 2020 season? Maybe he starts coaching at quarter time, so he doesn't. He's on shift work. He's getting pro rata. Pro rata. But <laughs> We're only playing him for three quarters. <laughs> but I just thought that was another moment where you went, that's a bit of a slip of you're trying to sell the right message, but you've conveyed it poorly. Yep. Because anybody who's watched us play knows that's a problem. Starts and run-ons. That's, that's what characterises Carlton. Can we start well? Can we restrict an opposition when they have a run-on? Yep. And that's been the tail of the tape under Teague. And when Teague comes out and and says the thing he said today, you're sort of a bit like anyone who's a bit cluey and follows the club, even with half an interest, knows what you've said's not right. So uh, that's a bit of a watchy space. Someone needs to have a word with him. And he is still a very young coach, like in terms of experience and being a senior coach, absolutely. He still yep. is very inexperienced. So these are the things that the club needs to help him navigate. They need to sit him down. But there'd be media people there. Absolutely. They need to... You know what they need to do? Sounds dumb. Just do mock press conferences. Hard. Like, fucking... <laughs> you want to do the mock press conferences hard? Yeah, I want to do them fully erect. <laughs> it's 
get some get some um, <laughs> it's the way you said hard yeah. okay. I want you to be I want you to be uh, six o'clock <laughs> so sit there and actually like <laughs> you're gonna love this sit there and drill him fab <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, I thought I'd give you that one. Uh. But sit there and actually go, like, we'll do a mock one now, like we spoke about. Like, sit there and go, if you can navigate this comfortably, go, the actual press conference will be a piece of piss. Go, on, David. Um, uh, First of all, good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> Who was that? That was, that was Unai Emery. Unai Emery. But, like, ask him about Stocker, ask him about Cunningham, ask him about injuries, ask him about... Ask him all the hard stuff. All the hard stuff. Because yeah. the journo, the journo, most of the journos aren't going to have the balls to ask them. Um, so that's that's something they probably need to look at. Yeah. Another stress-related injury at training this week uh, to Oscar McDonald, who's going to miss... Three months. Three months yep. with another stress-related injury. We need to put this on the record again before we have this conversation. We're not calling for them to pack Jack Russell's desk up today. Not quite yet. But a conversation is reasonable. Yeah. Or even, even well, you have to ask them the question, why? Why and can't sure, our And surely they are asking the questions, why? Why can't our players get through training? And some have raised the key, the condition of the Icon Park surface. Which I don't, I don't mind. I think that's a, an interesting question. When was it resurfaced? It was relatively recently. I know they did it about four or five years ago, definitely, but I think they did it more recently again. So they did it again? Yeah. Because I know they did it... We were training on the outside ovals when Doc hurt himself because of the resurfacing. So it's, what, two years maybe? Well, no, Doc missed two years. He played last year. That was four years ago. No, but he would, might have been in 18. The end of 18. Yeah. So... I, th- I think that's definitely something worth the club investigating. Get Tony Gregg out. No, end of 17. And get him with the key yep. in the oval. Um, it's quite firm. <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard and fast. <laughs> well, well, what are you talking about now? <laughs> you talking about the mock press conference? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I am. Um, I, I definitely think that the comment... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about... I don't hold a grudge. To me, a grudge is just a place to park your car. <laughs> you know what's funny about you and the twelfth man? You hate cricket. Oh, I can't stand the sport. You hate cricket, but Wait you there. love the twelfth man. You love the twelfth man. Oh, it's, it's it's hilarious. So Jack Russell, it's it's watch it's a watch this space like a lot of stuff at the club. Yep. You can't have the injury list that we have, and and you can't. Um. Jack Jack Martin, you know, does the PCL. Yep. Flash and knees, that's not on him. No. Nope. Brody Kemp rolls the ankle in a marking contest. You go, well, that's not on you. Yep. Brody Kemp did have back stress fractures last year. So that's okay. Yep. Was Cadillac Marchbank fully conditioned to play a game of football? Was he loaded up correctly? Mm. Was he was he conditioned enough to get out there and play his first proper game of football in a long Long time. Well, let's go through them. So, Jack Carroll's done a finger. That's that's just unfortunate. Cunningham, concussion. Not on him. Always injured, though. All right. Charlie Curnow. Who knows? <sighs> who knows the truth? Um, 
And but that's that's a good example of you're in charge of getting this guy back on the field, consulting with specialists, choosing the specialists, yeah. charting the course of action yeah. that'll get him back. And the he's pro- had the approach the approach we are taking. He's had setback after setback after setback. As soon as they start talking about drilling into bone, I've got red flags. Well, they changed specialists, didn't they? G- Gary Lyon. I don't know if I've told this on pod. In fairness, it is Gary's story. But Gary Lyon tells a great story about when he broke his leg. His leg break was horrific. He goes, they plastered me up to the hip, like fully plastered up to the hip. And I was in that, he goes, he's in that for however long. And then I had a a smaller cast for another however long. (laughs) So when you said a smaller cast, I thought. Smaller mast. Um, And then he had a smaller smaller cast with his, like, obviously broken lower leg. And then he goes, and then I was sort of out, but he was in a cast. I was pretty uncomfortable for a long time. But he did that late in whatever year it was. He goes, I played in round one and never experienced any problem with it, ever. He goes, when you hear about what they did with Nathan Brown, they've got pins and screws and grafts, and you're sort of going, what? We're drilling into Charlie's kneecap. And you're going, oh, why? To, the, the, we were drilling in it to to kind of do like a crisscross to keep it together. I've got an idea so for you, to, to fix a crack... We're putting holes. It's does that not make no sense? Does it make no sense to anyone? We've got a crack here, so what we're going to do is create four a, a controlled crack. Yeah. Four of them. So my my concern with the chart a course of action like that is you actually could make mount an argument. We are not doctors. We want to put that on the record. We no, are not and, specialists. And, the, and our resident doctor isn't here. Isn't here. Would Charlie's recovery have been any worse if he just Did hadn't nothing. played for the last two years? didn't have all this nonsensical surgery, didn't have all these screws and wires and whatnot put in, if he just rested. And they just said, when's it feeling better? We'll try to get some strength into it. I think maybe after the initial injury. Yeah. When did he first hurt it? Port? Yeah. Perhaps after that. But I think once he fell down the steps. Apparently he did it surfing. Another rumour. But we've been told it's the the wet steps. (laughs) All of our players like idiots. They'll get injured (laughs) stupidly. Uh, Tom DeConning's back. Stress-related. Stress-related, yep. Fish is an ankle. Which he has had before. Apparently it's the other ankle, though, Fab. Yep. Bone stress in his ankle. So he's gone in for surgery. Great. They played sauce when he probably shouldn't have. He's injured. Brody Kemp's got the foot. Marchbank's got the knee. Jack Martin's got the knee. McDonald's got the back. Newman's got the knee, but... He, he had a breakdown. So he should be... He was supposed to be back in April. He, Newman had a had a setback, and then there's Jack and Zach Williams. So, Zach is a test for selection. He's got his calf problem. Yep. So, look, it is it, it's it's something that has to be on the agenda and internally. If people don't think it is, it's a mounting list. You're kidding yourself, yep. and particularly some of the names. They they are best twenty two, probably eight of them. And not only that, some of them are amongst our highest paid. So when those names are the ones that we are not getting any return from, then questions are asked. We never get close to, and I've said this before on pod, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, we never get close to seeing our best 22 ever. And this is what I spoke about earlier with Marchbank and Pickett. Premiership sides are pretty much their best 22. Absolutely. Marchbank and Pickett, we, again, unabashed, unashamed members of the Mitch McGovern fan club. Yep. Mitch McGovern was recruited to be the third banana with Charlie and Harry. Yep. And he would be dangerous yep. if he was the third tall. Yep. 
but we've never seen them together. All three of them make each other we've never that seen much them. better. We've never seen them together. And that's that's the problem with the, when the rebuild narrative, in fairness to someone like Sauce, going, what you have actually built, it makes sense. Yep. Along the way, certain draft picks, not all turtles, Fab, certain draft picks don't work, but yep. you're kind of going, these trades make sense, a lot of them. Yep. But we just haven't, for whatever reason, been able to get the best out of them. Um, People don't like to analyse them in context. No, because context requires homework. And no one likes doing homework. Um, you know what time it is now, Fab? I've pressed the wrong slider. Sorry. You've got mail. <laughs> you put the volume up on the wrong channel. I put the volume up on the wrong slider. So we're going to go to the mailbox now. Uh, George Angelis has gotten in touch with us. Explain the difference in development between development between Dow and Chera. Uh, same draft, same rebuild environments. Why do we, we reportedly value one at three million? To be honest with you, I think there's a simple answer in there that Chera's just settled better at AFL level. Yep. Um, Fremantle's development program might be a little bit better than ours. Um, they've had the same kind of upheaval coach-wise, obviously. I just think that our when you change from sauce to Austin or sauce to whoever, when you change, the philosophy changes. So Nick Austin might just sit there and he sauce was a Paddy Dow man. Austin might be a Chera man. Yep. It could just be as simple as that. That on draft night, if Austin was in Sauce's seat, he ta- he takes Chera or Stevenson, yep. whoever else. It could just be as simple as he's the player that Austin rates higher. Whereas on the night Sauce didn't or someone else might not or whatever. That's just the nature of being a recruiter. Um, but it's a good question though. I, I do think there is something in the trying to erase Sauce, to be honest. You're big on that. I think that there's a... You you had your run-in with the board member and when he basically blamed everything on Sauce. Oh, I didn't like the... didn't think our list was that good. Whereas and most people with... And he wrapped up... A sense of... He understanding. Wrapped up he wrapped up Austin, remember? Of course they have to wrap up Austin because he's there at the moment. Yep. Uh, junior, junior time. Uh, La, did you see Footy Classified where it was revealed Teague sat down with Clayton Oliver? Yeah, I mean, that, that was a bit of a rumour doing the rounds last year yep. that he wanted out. To be honest with you, maybe AFL players are just getting a little bit more sophisticated and a bit more, they're starting to look at the way players angle for better contracts overseas. Yep. You have to create the illusion... That you're in demand. That you're in demand. Yep. And if that means going and having a coffee with another team, mate, get in your car, go down to wherever, have a coffee, you might be photographed. Great. Or you want to be photographed. Spot on. Yep. So this idea of just making sure you're seen, entertaining offers from another club, um, no surprises there. He's obviously re-signed. Neil Harper, how many games... Um, <laughs> you ever seen the in-betweeners? Yes, love it. Oh, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Uh, Neil Harper, how many games should Eddie Betts play this season? Is his half dozen touches and one highlight goal a week worth keeping keeping him in for? Yes, at the moment. He is the backup forward pocket who knows what to do when we need him. And given our injuries... Yeah, given injuries. We need him. Injuries is what will dictate... Yes, how many games he plays. Like he, so long as Fisher's out. He's in. Fisher's had a setback, of course. Uh, so long as Fisher's out, he's probably in the team. Yep. Daniel, kicker one, fan of the pod. Um, 
who is your favourite Carlton player, current Carlton player? Well, Mark Murphy's still playing, so but we'll take him out of it because I've, I've been a Murph fan. You don't have to take him out of it. Who's my favourite? You know, I haven't really had a favourite since. Yeah, since he has, yeah. It's like Who getting a new love? dog. It's like getting a new dog fan. Just got to do it. It's it's probably Zach Fisher, okay. the, the slippery fish. Because when he gets it, just I don't know. I get excited. He's probably my favourite. You see, it's so obvious. Everyone sometimes people want to be a bit niche and off the wall. Sam Walsh. Yeah. Oh, he's a freak. You just think, oh, what yeah. this guy's doing and is done. All weeders. All weeders. Sam Walsh. I'm, I'm talking about. I need that. When someone touches it, I get excited. Sam Walsh. Sard's getting there a little bit. Not for me yet. In terms but, um, of excitement, when he gets it, you kind of go... Ooh. When Fish gets it, it's always in traffic. It always... Slippery. I love it. But yeah, not since... I haven't... But it's not a love. Like Yaz... Yaz was a love. Mm. Uh, Ashley King. Thank you. Uh, does Ramsey come into oh, Setterfield? another Kingy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to try and read that tweet out. Does Setterfield... Uh, you're going to try and read it out in the Kingy voice, aren't you? <laughs> you can't do it when you laugh, though. <laughs> Come on, S. Give it a go. <laughs> we want Kingy to come up organically. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know if I can do it, because I think I'll just laugh. Hold on. Give me a minute. i just got to compose myself for a minute. <laughs> He's lost it. Are we recording in the dark all of a sudden? It's it was not very really dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, if uh, I'm just reading this tweet. He's asking about uh, Ramsey. I'll take you back, if I'll take you back to when I was coaching Richmond back in 2005. It was the worst Richmond team in living memory. You might remember I got the sack because I was no good. Me and Plough. Your question is, uh, Ramsey coming for Setterfield. I want to talk about North Melbourne. <laughs> he did that on the first crack about eight times. <laughs> Tom Morris was like, like a couple of times he looked at Lee Montagna's to say, Where's he going? Look, it's not on the run sheet. It's not. It's not anywhere. He just. He just. He detours. He I've looked. run the numbers on Ramsey's form in the VFL. Spoke to Luffy. I spoke to Luffy. Luffy went out to yeah. Box Hill City Oval. He did the numbers for me, right. and he came back. <laughs> I, I had to stop myself. I was going to say something bad there. Luffy is elite. It provided me the information, <laughs> even though Luffy's got a full time position at North Melbourne. He still gives me the numbers, the special numbers. No one else gets them. He's Luffy at North Melbourne. Yeah, he's like their list or recruiting boss or something. <laughs> Kingy got him that job. Absolutely. Yeah. They do realise that Moneyball never worked, don't they? All these stats idiots. Like they realise. Even that. at the end of that film, they try to say that the, the Boston... They, were, they had the Red second Sox. biggest payroll in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but they used that... Uh... But they knew, Fab, F. They knew where to spend the money. And that's half the battle. Yeah. Um, well, I think Ramsey's been playing well in the twos. He played well again on the weekend, uh, as I saw. Setters is clearly battling with the role they've got him doing. Yep. He's, he's not a winger. They're battling where he is, what he's meant to be doing. That's yep. that's hurting him. Um, maybe with sauces out, he can go back to being a high half forward. Yeah, maybe. And look, Ramsey's he's played well. So, I mean, you've got to reward that ultimately. Yep. Um, so, I don't mind that. How did Owies go on the weekend? Just. Okay. No, right. not great. Because I'm saying last year, all those highlights we got, and I know there were scratch matches. Yeah, he always seemed to be the one bobbing up and kicking the two or three. We so. spoke about him. I think he's just super fit, and that's what helps I love, him. I love his profile at VFL level. He's just super fit. You just go on the Carlton website, click on players, have a look at Matthew Owies. Just on on his just from a f- headshot, he looks seven foot four. <laughs> 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 you look at him and go, 
How shit. big is that guy? How big is this guy? He just he just looks like a like a big boy, and then he's like, oh, oh. he's shrunk in the wash. He's five foot eight. <laughs> he's four foot six. <laughs> uh, Nick Webb asked us, do we want to discuss the real elephant in the room? We've already done that, I suppose, haven't we? You love shit stirring, Webby. With, with um, you love shit stirring with Jack Russell. Uh, Justin Simile, uh, Justin Savio, would love to hear your opinions on um, AR. Injury list, surely the biggest issue we have at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And that's why we can't be clear. Right? We're not calling for him to be sacked. No. But if people don't think it's – people don't think they're not talking about it internally. If people don't think Brad Lloyd's not – when the news comes through, oh, Fish is going to miss an extra four weeks. Yeah. Oscar's not available for three months. Andrew Russell wasn't recruited to prevent all injuries. No. But a major part of his role is to ensure that recovery from injuries and readiness to play is elite. He was, we've said this, he was brought in to provide us with a competitive advantage. That's right. Yep. Hasn't done it. We played great The expense. bloke before him had us. Was oh, it the bloke before him? Justin Cordy. Fit. He was, we were he was fit. rats. He was years, he's like 10 years ago now. Did you hear the phone ring and try to put the volume? No, down? no. I was just making sure that one of these buttons was a tiny bit up, so I was just sliding them back down again. Um, so thank you to Nikki, uh, Nick, um, and Justin for those. Um, would love to know what you think are the three most important things we need to do to beat the power. That's from Nathan. T- to be honest, mate, like this is going to sound like the most obvious thing in the world, but football is all about mentality. Yep. Do we believe we can beat a good team? Yep. Do we believe in the in whatever Teague sent us out to do? Do we get reward from that? Do we waver if we're challenged? It's all about mentality. Mm, that's right. Because they're going to have that mentality, regardless of their injury. Whoever's coming in for them is going to see that as an opportunity Absolutely. to impress in a side that's flying. They're going to have – well, their players, conversely, are going to have the mentality that, oh, we win today. Who are they going to miss? Who are they going to miss? They're going to miss Butters? Dersma. Dersma. Rosie would have to be in doubt. If he plays, it'd be good because he, he can't be 100%. Yeah. He's a job for Mr. And Plough. Fantasia. Fantasia. Horatio Fantasia. I can't believe he doesn't pronounce his own name correctly. That's not good, is it? You can do the Camparelli style. The correct pronunciation is Fantasia. Oh, I thought you were talking about Horatio could do that. He could yeah. say, look, the correct pronunciation is Fantasia. Yeah. Um, but if it's easier... Yeah. Yeah, I don't be, mind. You don't have to say fantasy. You could say fantasia. But he, to come out the, and the say... The accent on it is not the issue. The no, it's not like Lucy Zelich style. We need to ad- adopt a local dialect <laughs> to pronounce every name. I like Lucy's work. Jose Mourinho. Yeah. We like Jose Mourinho. That's fine. Yeah. But you can't call him... Mourinho or something. Do you know what I mean? You can't, say, you can't have no, the, the exactly name right. wrong. Exactly right. Yeah. So with Arazio, I'm not sure what he's up to. He's been playing a little bit, but absolutely. Uh, Braden Lee, thoughts on the progression of Cottrell. He cemented himself into our best 22 and his development is very pleasing. I, I don't disagree. Don't, like, I, don't, I don't think he's cemented himself into our best, best 22. A best available 22. But he is doing his job, playing his role, mm. and the weekend was probably his best game. We spoke about him a little bit earlier. That's yep. a good question. He's yep. he's been a, a good story in the last couple of weeks as somebody who's come in and um, contributed. Yep. Uh, uh, Lenny Dill, who do we target in the mid-season draft to fill the huge hole we have in key position? Uh, it's key positions. Whether that's Ashley King has responded, whether that's Crocker, um, to to at least help out, depending on what happens with the sauce. He looked okay in preseason. 
He, look, he, look, he looked okay on the weekend. He's not a not a star, but he's um, he's potentially at the level, you know, breaking case of emergency. I reckon it's Ruck. Well, especially <laughs> if TDY is not not getting any game time. T- TDK, TDY, what the, the cassette tape, TDK. TD- you said yeah. TD. You said TDY. <laughs> I used to work with TDY. <laughs> T- TDK. Who was TDY? Want to give him a shout out? Carlton supporter, Tim DeYoung. There you go. Shout out to Tim. Um, Is he a listener? Probably not. He's dead to me. <laughs> um, but if he doesn't get up and play minutes, I reckon Pitto could be burnt out. Yeah. No, don't disagree. Absolutely. So we might be, we might be mid-season trying to look for a... What's Sam Jacobs doing? Is he retired? I think he's done. But look at what's his name. Are we going to get back Gibbs as well? Robbo? Is he available? Jeffy. I'd love Gib. Yaz, get Yaz on day oh, release. Shit. I said Gib. <laughs> but oh, I no. said Gib. That's going to invite her. Oh, no. I just impersonated Tony. Oh, no. Can't do that. People are going to be very unhappy. Are you still with fighting that. with that one bloke who's calling you a racist? What did he, he commented. He, I'll see if I can find his message from. I won't name him, but I'll see if I can find his message from recently where he was like. What did he have a go at us? He had a go at us about. Oh, um, for me, obviously. No, he thought we, you and I were imitating somebody. But he thought you were having a go at me. He thought when I said, for me, obviously, yeah, was just the way I would talk. He doesn't understand. So he's, 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 he's pigeonholed me as speaking like that. He doesn't get that it's just an in-joke that you and I have had yeah. for well, what? So yeah. Basically, whenever we put on a voice, this guy tweets us and says we're racists. <laughs> um, he hasn't gotten touched about King yeah. just yet. Which, which he also doesn't understand. Got to stop marginalising. The fifty-four-year-old yeah. white man. The t- the term racist. F. When I used to play at the borough, one of the best things was playing with people from diverse backgrounds. Luffy loves numbers. That's his strength. That's his one wood. Never played with a guy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> you know the funny thing about that is, like, because lots of people do it. We didn't invent it as such, but what, appa- apparently what, now, the apparently now, <laughs> whenever someone tweeted us, when. <laughs> Whenever Kingy's on, they just can't take him seriously, <laughs> um, which is which is good. Um, and then there is one more question here, maybe. Lastly, to wrap us up, where is it? I've just drawn the page. Hold on. You know when you, you know when you accidentally navigate away from the page. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Maybe that might be it. Uh, hey, um, Navy Blue Gooner. Um, just said, uh, what do we do with Will Setterfield? I think we've got to make a call. I think we've just got to make a call that where are you playing? Because it can't be on the wing. No. So where it's are not you, working. Where are you playing? You know who should be on the wing? Sean? Samo? Samo. <laughs> we'll play everyone on the wing Except for but Samo. Samo. <laughs> Everybody on the wing. Pitto? Who, who would be a natural wingman? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a natural winger. Who should we play there? I don't know. Who should we play there? Who should we play? Plough. Give Plough a run on the wing. <laughs> Going, what? Samo, you're back on Robbie Gray. Yeah. I don't want to see Robbie Gray this weekend. I've always said to you though, all and I know there's games where we've been pumped and not and been uncompetitive, but in recent memory, Port Adelaide games are the ones where we They're good contests. Good contests. And we've had good wins against yeah, Port. Yeah, absolutely. Going back to twenty thirteen. Phenomenal. I've told the story, that win gave me an extra couple of grand. So they won, so I got I was doing casual work. And they won, so um, we obviously played a couple finals and I was going over to Europe, so it was probably legitimately we were doing like almost overtime. So I, I got, it was legitimately that 
Tom Bell run, you know, Bryce Gibbs, he played Little League here, Murph. They literally put like an extra couple of grand in the kick. Tom Bell had three blokes leading up in the football. He's gone. I'm he was trying to hit one of them. I'm going to kick it 60 metres over everyone's head. I think he was trying to spot up the short lead. <laughs> He's just put his boot through it. Um, and then we're going to uh, – that's the mailbox. Thank you to everybody who yep. um, gets in touch. We love it. And then lastly, um, what are we doing? I thought you have a, a, a sound bite for, for after the mailbox. No, nah, there's no sound bite. It's just the same one. Oh. Uh, and then lastly, Tim's super coach team. He's got us on top of the ladder. Yep. After three rounds. So that's, that's that's the minimum expectation. Yep, yep. Like, let's not kid ourselves. If he thinks he's safe because he's on top of the ladder he's at round himself. three, he's about as safe as the Mr. Kipling's angel slice I've got at home. <laughs> so if he thinks he's safe at Timbo, yep. you are one bad result away, away from Centrelink. That's it. Okay? So if that hasn't put a rocket up you, you and our mate, yourself. our mate on Twitter who came to Tim's defence... Yeah. Stay out of it. Stay out of it, mate. Yeah. All right? We shot him down. <laughs> <laughs> Let us handle Tim. That's right. Yeah? And you can be his supporter. You can be his whoopee. You can be his security blanket all you like. But nothing will save Tim from his inevitable collapse and losing of the job. That's right. The broken arm bandit. Yeah, okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah, coming to Tim's defence. Shout out to him for getting in touch and being a fan. But yep. stay in your lane. <laughs> Oh, no, it was good. Good so, interaction. So, in fairness to Tim, jokes aside, I think he actually had a crushing win <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> so, I think Tim's found his level in this yeah. super coach team, which is, I mean, he's probably enjoying it more than his other leagues. You know what I love? That Tim will text us. Uh, and we're like, don't give us... Like, oh, we've got X amount of dollars in the bank and this. And like, Tim, we don't care. I'm like, Tim, don't give me any of that guff. Just give me wins. <laughs> Go, all I want to see is your update at the end of the round that you won. That's right. Uh, so that's that for Tim. Because he's not just representing you and I. No. All the listeners. He's representing the Aesthetic Beast. He's that's representing it. the Navy Blue Corner. He's representing uh, the cartel. Yeah. Uh, he's representing everybody. That's right. Even if they don't want him. Even if they, they, don't, don't, they don't want to be represented, they're they, in. They're probably okay that it's not me yeah. <laughs> representing it, representing us. Um, but no, that does us for this weekend. I you didn't mention the Unlucky Blues while you were... No, I didn't I? I know, uh, unlucky, well. unlucky Blues as well, all of us, there's, yeah. there's lots of us out us there. In the, Carlton the Blue Baggers, Blues footy. All of us in the Carlton pod community, Timbo is representing all of us. And at the moment... And we, he should feel the pressure. We put the caveat on him <laughs> that at the moment he's looking okay. Right. Um, but that can change. That's right. He's one bad result away from the door. Correct. Timbo actually hasn't unpacked his desk because as soon as he did, he, we gave him a, the broom cupboard in the in the old social club. Yeah. We said, don't, we haven't got you a desk and don't unpack your belongings because it'll just make it easier when we fire you. Premiership or bust? Yeah, you know what he is? He's got the Chelsea manager's gig That's like it. 10 years ago. That's right. The Real Madrid manager's gig every year. Going, if you don't come back with that giant trophy, yep. you're done. You're done. See you later. We might get you back later. But I won 99% of the game. I, I don't care. I don't care. It means nothing to me. <laughs> it's like, like Ultravox. It just means nothing to me, Timbo. Yep. He didn't win. Um, that does us, I think. Did they sing that. Vienna? It's a great track. Is that Ultravox? Yeah. It's a great track. You might end with it. No, I think I've done that before after a bad loss. <laughs> this means nothing to me. <laughs> great, great song. Uh, thank you very much for your ears, yep. people. Thanks for hanging with us today. Thanks for... Uh, Actually, it was quite um, quite nice. People asking us where the episode was, and you know, people sort of hanging out Felt for it, the which, love, yeah. which is sort of humbling in a funny way. Where you're kind of like, oh, like people mm. actually 
want to listen to it. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's nice. Uh, so thank so you so much. So maybe if you can find some room amongst hashtag Sean's Hawks. Well, we were going to do it on Monday, but like I said, we're at it, um, Williamstown. What were you at Williamstown for? I said that earlier. We were doing the VFL Media Day. Hashtag Sean's Hawks. And we were... Um, it was very disconcerting. It was really sunny. Who do you think Timbo will be going for this weekend? Oh, power. Yeah, Timbo's power. Timbo's power, Timbo's bloods, Timbo's cats. Timbo's tigers. Timbo's tigers now because of Kingers. I love uh, how he doesn't mention Kingers on pod ever. I like it how whenever there's any talk about like Tiggy or something, yeah. he's like, we should talk to Kingers. He's like, who's we? <laughs> Timbo. Us personally, should we broker? Oh, Timbo. Timbo's big, he's good friends with um, Adam Kingsley. Best friends, but they're right. How did they meet? Went to school together. Okay. The best man at, they were respective best men at each other's wedding. There you go. That's how Timbo got the job at Port. Well, I assumed that. Yeah, once. I thought maybe <laughs> they, they didn't think to go to Donvale and go, there's a bloke in Donvale. <laughs> think he could do some recruiting. There's a guy in Donvale who talks a lot about football. Don't know if he's any good at it. Don't know if he knows what he's talking about. He was, he was almost a professional swimmer. But he's convincing. <laughs> Several years ago, he almost made the pan packs. <laughs> we love you, Timbo. We miss you. We'll get you next week. Yeah. Um, I think that's us done for the day, Fab. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. Yep. Uh, we'll catch you after the port game. Always a pleasure, Sean. <laughs> See what I did there? That's for you, Timbo. <laughs> <laughs> Where's a Rivaducci? Uh... Arrivederci, ragazzi. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Go Blues. <laughs>